it is <laughs> the fantasy rugby ends. <laughs> My name is Jared Dyke. I wanted to say it's stupid and let's move on, but then you kept going. I'm Ben Glauser. I don't like any way anybody handled that. A collusion. Collusion. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. What's going on? It is the Fantasy Rugby Yanks. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glauser. Let's go to it. Um, we're going to try and keep this week short and sweet because we got some monsters coming up and we just produced, put out a monster last week. So Yeah, so we'll, we'll even it out. This will be one of those uh, <laughs> smoothing out the averages. Something like that, uh, yeah. Yeah, bring that average down a little bit. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime. Beer. Well, crack them if I have you got them. cider. Fuck Chai January. Kidding. If you're on Chai January, I do not judge you. I do. No. <laughs> if you're on Chai January, I do not judge you. But I'm just, just not my thing. You do you. Well, because it would be, isn't it like, yeah, I guess it is just January because it was no, not November. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. There's all there's all sorts of weird celebrations that none of which I take part. Same. Well, yeah. Anyway, into it. Um, beers. So we're we're getting closer to the return of the fantasy rugby geek. But in the meantime, make yeah. sure that you are picking him up a coffee. Guy deserves it. He does. There's there's it all. We were just reminiscing about our trip with with the guy as well. <laughs> oh yes, um, oh, that was that was a fun time. That whole ah, yeah. good stuff. Good old stuff. <laughs> yeah, being very drunk at a bar, <laughs> singing Spin Doctors while yep. everyone around us is like, "The hell is wrong with these three? <laughs> and once again, if you're not like, no, you're the ones who are wrong for not singing along with us. <laughs> right. <laughs> I say you're the one that's wrong, yeah, sir. We're doing it right. What the fuck is your problem? <laughs> uh, shit. There is no discrimination on this podcast, nor should there be in sports or in life. It's not outright discrimination, but obviously we need to t- address uh, the happenings last night. Um, we had something on deck for this, but then um, last, uh, not last night, Monday night happened. And right. We need to address it somehow because there was some pretty shitty stuff going on away from it, like in reference to it. So we just need to kind of bring this whole thing in right now. We do. Um, And there's so much and it it ties so much together because it doesn't everything. But we try to not have too many hot takes. Um, Apologies for our hot take about... Uh, glass onion being better than knives out <laughs> it wasn't supported that's his act is an accurate um uh complaint we apologize for that um but like we're trying not to do that right so we had an issue um with uh, a player an nfl player as, as you know if you're listening to us i'm sure you're at least tangentially aware of nfl um in American football. And and so you've known about um Damar Hamlin. Um he's in the hospital uh, right now. He's in the hospital right now, died on the field, was re- was, was resuscitated. Died um, twice, from what I understand. I that's what I understand too. But he they were they resuscitated him on the field. I think I guess Eesh. they had to do it again later. Eesh. Um so 
it was uncomfortable like to me at the time like i know jared wasn't watching because jared doesn't doesn't watch football unless he's being forced to which is fine it's perfect and and this has nothing to do with this is you know as i've I've been saying to him too it's not a football injury this is this is this could happen in rugby just as easily as any and could happen in soccer it could happen it could happen anywhere it happened in hockey um to chris pronger pronger yep um who was resuscitated he he got better pretty quick like he recovered fairly quick like Mm -hmm. it only took a couple weeks off um crazy yeah um like skip bayless this douchebag who is mm. part of the say things to to shock people to get attention um you know he tweets out about how oh you know what are they gonna do about the game essentially you know the, the, i'm i'm paraphrasing it was somewhat insensitive as i'm everyone is concerned for the guy literally fight and, and he you know, people are fighting for his life right it's out of his hands at the moment mm-hmm. and he's talking about the game and like the the NFL, you know, the players had already, you know, well, they eventually decided we're not we're not playing tonight. Like, fuck you. Um, yeah, players' association was like, no, this is not happening. Almost immediately, right? right. Um, and the players on the field, like they, they they the Bengals team actually when they were like they both huddled up there, the coaches were deciding they they don't know what to do. What can they do? Mm-hmm. And basically, um, I heard it was Joe Burrow that spoke up and said, "Hey, if they're not playing, we're not playing." And can and but not furthermore, can we go hang out with them in their locker room to to show our support? Can we go be there for them? Like, I, and I'm a, as as a Steelers supporter, to, for me to say nice things about Bengals and that it, it, it's hard, but um, <laughs> they, they handle it cla- like that's how you handle things classy. You do this is a game, man. We're 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 done with the game. This is about the guy's life. Um, and Skip mm. Bayless has to be a douchebag about it. He wasn't the only one. Um, but he was just the, the thing most is, prominent. The thing is, though, this is what he does for a living. This is mm-hmm. how he makes his living being an asshole. I hate him. Everybody and, hates him. Yeah, I, I, I've never liked and it's him like, for but, a second. That's supposedly his appeal. Oh, everybody wants. Nobody cares what he. That's the other. That's the problem. We've gone past this whole Howard Stern thing. Who, at times, yes, he was an asshole, but mostly was just talking honestly and just graphically about things people didn't like being discussed, and that made him angry. This is like this guy is deliberately provoking people. Um, mm-hmm showing no class and, and, and all that. And we got to get past that. Like this, it is kind of a discrimination. It's just showing your ass to the, to everybody just to be just for the, you know, for the attention. And we don't need that anymore. There's enough misery in the world. So that's, that's to me why it ties into here. There's enough misery in the world to, to deliberately add more for attention. Like if you want to get attention for good, if you want to be a dick for a good cause, I'm with you. I am hundred percent with you because we need some of that. I, I, if you follow me on Twitter, you know, I have no problem doing that. Uh-huh. So sorry about that. If that comes across your feed, but whatever. Um, yeah, it, it's when, when it matters, it's, it's, you step up and do the right thing. Right. And, and Skip Bayless just, so this time to me, this you know, rewind, like I did not like the guy to from the word go. And he just buried himself for me way back when. So, um, also concerning NFL, uh, Dak Prescott, who quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, uh, lost his brother. His brother um, died by suicide. Mm-hmm. And Dak, that's hard. You know, that's hard. Anybody you know dying by suicide makes life hard. Doesn't matter if it's your brother, mm-hmm. your relative, right. a good friend, a teammate. Doesn't matter. It's it, if it, if it was somebody in your life that that is a hard mental hurdle to get over, and you, some people never do. And that's that's how hard it is but Dak went to therapy 
rightly mm-hmm. so. Like mm-hmm. somebody, somebody in your life dies. Period. You're gonna, you should go to therapy. In my opinion, I think you, mm-hmm. everybody should be going to therapy at all. I, I go to therapy every week. Right, um, and I know, should I, be going to therapy, but don't. <laughs> I love, I love, I love loose heads for all that that they do, yeah, and I do too, and the and the likes of that. So you know, I will ring that bell all day. Right. Um. But anyway, Skip Bayless call, decided this is a good time to call him out for being mentally weak. I was like, mm, yeah. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like you're trying, to, you're you're it, for me. He was basically trying to get Dak to commit suicide at that point, or di- or to 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 you know, yeah, die it's by cr- suicide himself. Um, promoting the condition in which that would be a result right and that is to me absolute horseshit like that is so harmful for anyone that sees that that is anywhere near the edge of like should i go to therapy shouldn't i go to therapy you know i'm having a hard time with this oh skip bayless said i shouldn't and it makes me mentally weak and that's mostly a dude thing it's mostly a guy thing because it's a macho thing and you know anybody that might have been on the edge of finally crossing over that line of I should seek mental help. I should seek mm-hmm. some sort of help um, for me to get through this. Mm-hmm. That probably put put them back on the wrong side of the fence. And that is just awful. And, you know, I, I've never disliked a sports personality more than Skip Bayless, maybe a couple others, but he's right at the top of my list. Just could not be a bigger asshole for the sake of being an asshole and could not do more... He, he could not do more harm with every word he says than anybody else, honestly. And there's a reason that ESPN dumped him and he's now on that shit show at Fox. Like, and as you said, as you stated, like there are times where I'm betting and sharps a moron, the guy that's on the Shan sharp, the guy that's on the show with him mm-hmm. has probably wanted to reach across the table and just choke the life out of him. And, and, and I think I he almost did sharp for not doing that effort. Cause he I almost did. He almost did today. Cause, uh, uh, Shannon wanted to talk about he he didn't go to the to he he called out yesterday mm-hmm. so didn't didn't go on the show because he didn't want to he couldn't be physically near Skip. <laughs> Don't blame him. And he shows up today and, and that was his first thing. It's like we got to talk like I just wanted to say this is where you went wrong here and started talking about it and Skip interrupts him and he's like well it's not and, it's, and he's like there it is like you can't even sit there and listen to why you're wrong. You have to, you like, he has to be, continue mm-hmm. to be an asshole about it. Cause literally, and, and that's the problem. What I said when, you know, like there's a quote and I, I can't remember who, who it's from, but it's, um, we are what we pretend to be. So we must be careful what we pretend to be. Mm-hmm. Skip has pretended to be an asshole. I mean, if he ever wasn't, but he's I pretended don't recall to be an asshole. A moment he wasn't, so. Right. But like, that's his gig. That's how he got the job was by, you know, by playing the part of an asshole so long that I don't know that he knows any other, I don't think that he knows any other way to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. And, and it is, you know, he's catering to an older crowd who, you know, I like things better back in the old days and we used to be tougher and blah, blah. And it's yeah. like, no, we, we're doing things better. Like it's not about toughness. It's about maybe not dying on a fucking football field. How about that? How about That'd we just start, start there? Right. So yeah. Um, it, it, so if you if you watch that show please don't and it's the same but it, it also goes the same way all around like this is what elon musk does this is what joe rogan does this oh, is what yeah. all these um andrew uh, was it tate andrew tate oh jesus um, christ beyond you know aside from this the the um sex slavery and tra- sex tra- and trafficking like human trafficking like this is what they do they inflame they get you to be like 
don't give him oxygen. Um, Mm-mm. just shut him down whenever you can. Um, tell your friends if they listen to him to stop doing it. Like we can talk about them being assholes all we want, as long as we don't watch and, and engage with them wherever. Cause that's yeah. just, that, that's what they're trying to give them life. Engage. Right. Yep. Just call them assholes and move on. Totally agree. Totally, totally agree. And I'm sure there's other personalities we've skipped over and right in that that are in that category. But the point being, it's all the same. Yeah. Not helpful to us or anybody out there, especially those with um, that dealing that grieve and are grieving right now for one reason or another, whether you're talking about the teams in the NFL that are thinking about Hamlin or you're talking about somebody that's just had a recent loss. Grieving is hard and to start going down roads like that just makes things worse. It really does. It's It doesn't do any good. And, you know, speaking, speaking from personal experience, what has happened to DeMar Hamlin in terms of his heart itself, I experienced that myself firsthand. And I'll talk about it right now just because it's our show and we can. Um, it's very scary what's going on with his family right now because the question right now is how long did his brain go without oxygen? Right. I have an uncle that died at 37 because mm-hmm. he had a heart incident and he went too long without oxygen. So what was left of my dear uncle was just a body, mm. just a body. Yeah. There was no, yeah. and you're talking about a guy that was very exuberant, very, very um, funny and loved to make people smile and laugh. And he was just laying there. He was just a body. And that is, and I, I am really with Hamlin's family and I, and I mm-hmm. hope he recovers because that is a really hard thing to experience. And anybody that's ever had to experience such a thing, it's, I'm with you. I understand how hard that is. That's, you know, that hits deep personally. This, this guy was, you know, essentially growing, you know, as a little kid, my best friend and yeah. to see him yeah. in that condition is, was extremely hard. So anybody that's, you know, having to deal with that, you know, to, to the Hamlin family and all of his friends and family and just, yeah, I, it's, it's hard. So yes, it helps to have, people to talk to and it helps to have a professional to talk to and to skew people away from that is just completely idiotic so all in all fuck skip bayless and i hope he sits on a hot iron spike and rotates Mm -hmm. (laughs) let that be the end right all right let's go to something happier uh our patreon yeah let's do that uh Boom bust is up. Got that up. Um, it was ugly. It was ugly scores to talk about. So I made this this week's column very interesting to say the least. So go ahead and give that a read. Uh, anal- analysis was up last week. It'll be up this week because we've got almost everything buttoned up at this point. So makes life easier on us to just spit it out when when it's ready. You know. Mm-hmm. So that'll be out there soon. Um, but yeah, grab that. Grab that if you dare, and hopefully it leads to more success. We know Alex is a, is a Patreon supporter, and he seems to have responded well to his poor start in FRD. I'd like to think that right. we have something to do with that. Right. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> he did. I know it helped him in uh, in uh, keepers TRM. Yeah, once upon a last year when, yep. when that was a uh, thing. He uh, I think he he waxed me the other week in keepers too. Mm, in I think keepers he, league. I think he did the same to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, grab that, grab that when uh, yeah. when the time comes for you. All right, let's go to round fourteen of the Premiership, and this point is now eleven. We'll talk a little bit at the end about you know 
where everybody stands now that we're 11 games in would have done it last week since we hit the official halfway point but <laughs> but but lots right. to already talk about we didn't really right. have time no but this week this week we got a little bit of time we got a little bit of time to get over to it uh let's go friday night up to the aj bell um Salford city stadium sale and lester and I think you put it perfectly earlier, like just strangled the life out of the Tigers, apart from their their clear issues um, with personnel, which, yeah. you know, can't really plan for that. That's just, no, you uh, can't. That's just really um, annoying. It, yeah, it, it really is. And, and guys getting hurt early is not. And then guys getting, you know, being like done late also hurts. So mm-hmm. when, you ha- when you have to bring in um, Ben Young's for your 10, Yeah, it's, it's, a problem. it's, it's at 50 minutes in. It's not going well. No, um, it's automatically going to be bad news. Right, because Watson got her. I, I mean. Porter I came know. off early. Right. right. Um, Porter, yeah, yeah, Watson Porter came, came off. off like, Watson came off. Yep. Like, and all of a sudden, they're like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. And and I, I feel bad for Watson, but it does seem, again, this seems to be, this is one his biggest bugaboo ever. It, you know, the, on, the only hole in his game, Watson's game, is is this yeah he, availability he, yeah he yep. you know subbed out at 41 minutes and it's not because his, his you know he's not doing his job it's because he's broken yeah i, very I really want to i really want to see him um you know i, I want to see him be able to play longer right because we've love, seen we've seen good things out of him and what he can do and you know he's he's shown the ability flashes this season and obviously we saw him put in a many a good shift with bath so mm-hmm. To see, you know, we want to see the good side of Anthony Watson. We want to see the good side of every player we can, obviously, but especially a very talented and very good player like what mm-hmm. like Watson. Um, yeah, and then yeah, Jensen got the yellow card. I was like, yeah, <laughs> if it wasn't over before, it is now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, and that's the game. You know, the Pollard tried pulled him back to a reasonable margin because it made it sixteen five, but then he had to come off. And that kind mm-hmm. of just put the kibosh in the whole idea of, well, we're they going to make a comeback? And, you know, Burns had to come off and Augre came on for him. And it was just like, oh, Jesus, this is just turning into hell on earth for the for the Tigers. And when you have those types of issues compiled with the fact that Lester, uh, Lester, excuse me, Sale just choked the life out of you in so many ways. But and even up to that point when things kind of went sideways, like it's not like Lester were playing super well. Uh and their game plan was kind of falling into sales hands as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, what Wiggy was doing, I haven't got a clue. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, there, and there weren't many Leicester players that put their hand up to say, I played a good game at that point either. No, no. You know, so put that on top of it all. Right. Rocky's making noise. She, she is. She's, uh, um, so if, yeah, everyone uh, meet Rocky, um, named after Rocky Clark. And, uh, <laughs> She's incredibly cute. She's my second Australian Shepherd. Um, first one's still kicking at 15. So um, she's 15. I was trying to guess what how old she was the other day. Kylie's 15. Yeah. Turned 15 this past year. So um she's actually now 15 and a half, I guess, because she was she's a, a summer pup. Summer pup. Okay. So I'm gonna go close the door so you can't. Yeah, that's me. a good idea. <laughs> that's a good idea. While you're doing that, I'll switch my report over. Quick, everybody screw up, screw with Ben's shit. (laughs) 
There we go. Hopefully that helps. She's not that much of a barker, but apparently she is. Today she decided otherwise. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So let's jump over to the wreck. Very wet and rainy wreck. And, you know, the the games this week weren't great in any way, shape, or form, really. The the weather was probably the best in this game. The no, the first game. Oh, the, the first game. No, sorry, the you're weather right. was the best. The right. competitiveness was probably good in the in these middle two games where we will talk about in um the next few minutes here. Start with Bath and Newcastle and mm-hmm. yeah, very wet, very rainy. Um but it's it, did New did you ever think Newcastle was going to win this game? No. Yeah. No, first off you show up in those kits, you're not winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are I mean, pretty uh pretty yeah, you alarming. Come, come dressed as the London Irish. Um, it's not gonna go well for you, certainly <laughs> not this year anyway. But no, I no, they they really didn't threaten that much, even it didn't no. seem like I, they they were they were they were they stayed close, but they were never really a threat to take the lead. Mm-mm. Um yeah, kicked way too many penalties, you know, especially second half, the second half penalties. Right, there were points where I was scratching my head, like, "Why the fuck are you going for post? Go for the corner, you right. helmets." Yeah, like I get that your 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 biggest weapon is now playing at Kingsholm, right? Inexpl- fucking inexplicably, but okay. Um, yeah, no kidding. I mean, you still have Blumeyer, who, who <clears throat> not mistaken, scored a try in the first half. You did. Um, I don't think it was a mall try. Was it a mall try? Oh, uh, yes, it was. So, like, you got you can still do it, right? It doesn't take. It really, honestly, and, and no disrespect to to George McGuigan, because it does. There is there is talent to it, but for the most part, there's not much that's needed to just hang out behind a mall as it shoves its way over and you dive yeah. in. Be the rudder, guide it. Yeah, make and it, sure that know, nobody comes through and gets you. Right, right. <laughs> Create the separation and 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 ride it in and know when you know you got to know how to you know keep that separation and know when to dive. That those are the two biggest things as as that uh hooker in the mall and. They got a guy who knows that. Um, right. You know, it, well, let me hold on. Let me go back to this. The halftime score was you can do it. <laughs> uh, 10-7. So, yeah, the Fal- Falcons were winning. Um, right. But it never felt like they were, they had control by any means yeah. whatsoever. Right. You know, there was. And Bath are dangerous now. I mean, fucking that. Also, Ben Spencer, um, Ortho, please. Ben Spencer, that Ollie Lawrence try. That mm. kick through the t- yep. the this, the placement on that could could not have been better. Just just out of the reach of, um, was it um, it was the nine. Uh, was Stewart. it Obi or was it Stewart? It was doesn't Stewart. Matter. Doesn't matter. Um, and no, it wasn't Obi. It was, <laughs> it's it's pretty easy to tell Obi and Stewart apart. Fair. Um, it was Stewart, and uh, it just went behind him. He couldn't quite gather it, and that Obi, I think Obi went to cover. Um, oh, maybe that's why I was and, thinking. And, that. Yeah, but. It was just out of out of Stewart's hand, like reach, um, and made it possible for his guy to score. Like, it, yeah, um, just well done. We, I mean, obviously, you know, he's going to be a favorite of ours, being a former Saracen, um, and who who's done dirty by Eddie. Hopefully, uh, who Obi? You know. Oh, no, Spencer. 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 Say, so, wait a minute. Yeah, Obi is also Obi's a, a also a, a yeah. former Sar- Saracen, <laughs> but he Saracen. was not favored by Eddie <laughs> no, <laughs> ever. No. Wait a minute. <laughs> um, not even terribly favored by McCall. So no. Um, like yeah, but <laughs> Spencer. Everybody loves Spencer. So um, hopefully he can get at least a look. I don't know. At this point, he might Find be a out. little. Might be a little. You know, there's enough young guns mm-hmm. looming. 
Yeah. Randall's going to be healthy soon as well. Right. So there's that. Right. Yeah. Lots of young talent to look at. But, um, and then, so the other guy I wanted to point out for Bath was Ted Hill. And we've oh. talked about him many a time, but, you know, his arrival along with the likes of Lawrence has been astronomical to a point. Uh, and, and obviously is going to just bolster this team mm-hmm. because it gives them such a nice option at six. Mm-hmm. Now they have Underhill back. He's healthy. He absolutely clattered Sam Stewart too. Oh my God, he <laughs> melted him. I was like, "How did you get up from that?" That he just. I was like, "Ow!" Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so you have Underhill, you have Bayless, and then you look at the depths of it. You have Reed, you have Clute, you have um, uh, Kutsia when he whenever the fuck he gets healthy. So you have really nice options there, and and really. At this point, the the locked in player for that back row is undoubtedly Ted Hill. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think anybody would argue with that for a second. So, and no, and he, he scored he a, scored a try, but like just right. more than that, so much more than that as well. You know, just... he's one of those guys. He's like, you know, a Jackson Ray type, where he's never leaving that. You know, he he would never have left Worcester willingly. No, um, I believe that wholeheartedly. He was and captain. I, I, he would have been their captain for his entire life. Right. And I feel like the Bath got that guy, and now it's like, well, you know, maybe he goes back to Worcester if Worcester come up, but that'll be a while. And if they don't, I don't see him ever leaving Bath either. Like, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, he just seems like that kind of guy. Like, if he's there, he's there, and committed there. Totally. Um, and you got to love guys like that because it, 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 you know, they drive team clubs, they drive mm-hmm. them, and he, he's clearly making him. He and and Ollie Lawrence are making such an impact yep. for this team. Two really good players that found mm-hmm. new homes to their to their benefit and to their new cl- club's benefit as well. Right. Oh yeah, Bath. Like we've been talking about Bath's resurgence and and where it was going to be this year. It's like they've accelerated it just by adding those. Just by adding those two. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Agreed. Um. We don't need to spend much time on Gloucester and London Irish, but we'll talk about it for a hot minute. <laughs> I mean. This was ugly as sin. Like, yeah, this was awful. Like, what was it? It was, it was five. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, just five, six until the final kick. Like, right. But it was five, three until like the last 10 minutes. Yeah. And, and it was like, then it took a kick and a kick. And I was, it's like, who even scored the try? I don't even remember that. Like, this was Alamano. Alamano. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just muscled it over. Right. It wasn't even that. <laughs> right. And I I respect Lewis Ludlow, and he was talking mm-hmm. about how great Ben Meehan played. Mm-hmm. If I Ben Meehan playing great is that, and that's like his ceiling, then he, sure, he's a, he's a very good premiership nine. No doubt. Will he ever exceed that? Fuck no. He will not. He, like, service, box kicks, Kicked a little, kicked away possession a little too much, in my opinion. Honestly, like every once in a while, good, but like there were some points where Gloucester seemed to be on the front foot, and he kicked away with the possession. I was like, "Fuck you doing? Like, come on, man, pull your head out of your ass!" And really, and for me also, and I said it in the in my column as well, and I'll reiterate it here for those that don't want to go through the gibber. I think Skivington made a huge mistake by not subbing in at least a couple of those back subs, maybe Seabrook and Barney being the two that probably could have come on. Mm-hmm. But it was 
but yeah, so I, you know, 12 trees, uh, you know, he is who he is, but really like just a, a, a bit of freshness and a bit of, bit of jam to, to give, you know, I thought Seb Atkinson played fairly well, but on all mm-hmm. things considered, but the, the second week in a row having a decent game, but right. So good for him. Young players yeah. still trying to find his feet, but it clearly is starting to figure it out and how to play, play rugby at this level. Is he related to Mark? I honestly don't know. No, I think he's, I think he's related to Charlie. Oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah. I I swear he's like his brother or his cousin or something like that. Okay. Yeah. I could be wrong, but yeah, no, not, not Aki's relation, but I think it's Charlie, but anyway, yeah, it's just, if, if this is the game plan for Skivs going forward in these really ugly months, and I know he lost Cicino mm-hmm. early and some of his forwards early, but oh, still, like, yeah. where was the attack? Right. Where was the attack? Right. I'm, well, I'm I mean, terrified to say. So people. Right. But, and I'm yeah. terrified to say this team misses Adam Hastings. And I'm not the biggest because, Adam Hastings fan no. by any means whatsoever, but this attack and this team really misses him. And that's terrifying to say in some ways, but. It also speaks to maybe just they they did build a good game plan around him, and I don't think they have uh, much of an answer apart from uh, when he's away. You know, no, because Lloyd Santi, Evans isn't very good, and Santi, Santi could do it, but it's not it's not clicking. I don't he's not think the same. He's not the same. The way that Santi does it for Argentina uh-huh. is not Skivington style. No, nope. But that's also problematic because again. That's the style of rugby that wins these days. Like Skivis is his is being way too much of a Rob Baxter right now. And um mm, that's limiting them. You know, you you lose you lose Clark, you know, you lose your you, you know, you have that is unfair to say now because I'm like, you know, you think about all the people who are out, like you said, the hookers who are both very good in space. Um Clark is hurt, who's amazing in space. Um Reese Zamet, mm-hmm. you know, Mean was playing, not not like Chapman. Or, or even Barney, Barney. both yeah. of those guys can 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 skedaddle and, and move the ball well and, mm-hmm. and uh um yeah your 12 is, is hole is kind of a hole but you still have Harris you still it, but like again then outside of you know Thorley being back helped a lot um because yeah. Johnny May is uh to to <laughs> you brought it up last night you know useless is a poopy flavored lollipop these days <laughs> like <laughs> You know, you need Lewis Resabit. You need those guys. You know, you need the the, the attacking players out there, and, and the guys who are. You know, there's no next man up for Gloucester once they yeah. lose those frontline players, and that they've lost a lot at every position. You know, we're we're, lo- we're naming a lot of guys. Um, yes. that's going to hurt them. But even without those guys, the Irish have been shit this this year. Not um, amazing. Not so amazing. Not not a good look for a, a a team that is right currently top four. Like you right. can't be only beating them by by two points like that in a in that kind of shit show. At least make it a game. Um, you know, right. pay no attention to the Saracens losing to London Irish. That was a, that, but that was a bad game. That they played it was a like very shit. bad game from the series. I think most right. people would say that. Right. So. Yeah. Speaking of series, up to the stone. And Rob Baxter. And, and Rob Baxter. And see, should he just pack it in now? Is is it done? Uh, I mean, apparently, Ali Hefer is like the guy that's supposed to be making the decision. But this doesn't look a whole lot different from the the Chiefs teams in the past. Like, apart from the fact, apart from the couple seasons that they were very good, um, right. you know, like last year, 
really isn't a whole lot of change. And Mm -mm. I I don't want to hear the excuse can never be. And it never should be for any team. If only we had X, because I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, that's not how you coach. That's not how you prepare. Right. And yes, Sam Simmons is obviously a huge miss. Mm -hmm. But apart from him. But has Simmons even been that good this year? I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that he has. He's been he's been good. But he has, has he been Sam Simmons? Has he he's been still Sam one Simmons of those guys since... you have to note in your oh, in your in your um, in your game plan? Like certainly worry about number eight for Exeter, you know, C- certainly. But he really hasn't had much of a follow up, much of a shout since that, you know, record breaking season. Right. It's, well, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to match that. So. It is. But it's like he's, <laughs> he's gone from like, um, like just untouchable to just a very good eight man. Mm hmm. Like run of the mill, like not run of the mill. He's still very good. He's still very good. Let's say that. He's still very good. His impact has been has been lessened somehow. Right. Um, Um, May have to deal with playing with, you know, a team full of locks, but that's not his fault. That's not his fault. Right. So, but in in general, you know, the game plan for either team was clear in terms of the Mm -hmm. effectiveness because both had to deal with that win. People were talking about the wind and yeah. Da-da. Yeah. Exeter couldn't get out of their own way, but ha- so how does that explain what the Saracens were able to do? Right. You know, it's, you can't just blame it on that every time and, you know, weather sucks and it is what it is sometimes. And there will be games that always impacts, but mm-hmm. um, the teams that deals, the team that deals best with the conditions will always be the team that's in front bar a mm-hmm. few exceptions. And, it's not like this was a nothing like 19-3 at halftime, 35-3 at full time. Like yeah. That's, yeah. that tells me a lot though. Cause like, you know, you talk about like so my concern at, at halftime was did we get enough points? Because to Same. me, this this looked like I, you know, it was certainly more than a 10 point win. And it may have been as close as it may have been close to 20 points. It was it was that blustery and 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 that in favor of Saracens in the first half. Mm-hmm. So like there's a good, it's a good tactic, in my opinion, to take, to go against the wind in the first half as a choice. Right. You know what you have to deal with. You know what you have to deal with, and you know what you need to hit in the second half when you hit halftime. Mm-hmm. To go in for, a, to go over after halftime with that wind, you don't get to complain about anything. Pretty bad, yeah. You don't get to complain about anything. And especially, you know, 16, you give up 16 points against, you know, if you're the team going against the wind, no, they just kicked your ass. Like that's all it is. Is one team is that much better than the other? Yeah, it was. There's no nothing else. There's no nothing else for it. Like you can't go. And it's not as though Exeter didn't have opportunities. They had plenty of opportunities. They, did. they just cocked every single one of them up. They did. Yep, agreed. They totally cocked a bunch of them. And Rick Grant, you know, some of that could be down to you could say Exeter cocked him. Some will say Saris put, put a pressure on him and play defense. It doesn't matter. The, doesn't. the opportunities were still there. They did not capitalize. Right. I've seen. I have seen Exeter beat Saris when Saris put that kind of pressure on them. Yeah. Granted, it was the years that we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um. But they haven't been that way since. And at that point, that's when you know. Well. I. I, I a good coach would know something's got to change, right? If if you're you're not re- responding to the pressure that you used to do, we're not you know putting the pressure on the other team the way you used to do. As Exeter really hasn't for a few years now. Mm. Um, 
it's not going to go well. And, and, you know, I'm, you know, Dave viewers wasn't out there, so we can't put it on him so much, but <laughs> you know, it's not like what difference would he have made? <laughs> like, Oh, no, oh don't, no. don't, don't besmirch the Dave viewers, the dumbass Dave that people I love. absolutely besmirch him. Cause I don't that. think he's anything. <laughs> like, I don't think he, he's, he's a, he's a lump out there. He's I just... would, I would a hundred percent argue that Grandana is going to be a way better six for any team. Certainly. than Dave Ewers, hands down. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know they threw a young kid at number eight because they really didn't have much choice, although they could have easily just thrown, you know, Lewis Pearson, Pearson there. back like, there because they're not, you know, they're not opposed to that. Maybe put Grandona yeah. back there. I don't know. But, and and why take Chunza out for for Pearson? Oh, G- Jesus. No. No, 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 no. I didn't understand that. Like, you, no, no, you no, leave... no. Unless yeah. Shinza was carrying something. That's the only thing Maybe. I can think of. But, that's but it was it. just like, oh, he's out, right? <laughs> that, okay. Yeah. I was that's like, like a... Great. Like, please. Like for like. I'll take please. that. Please. Bye bye. Go yeah. away. Yeah. And then as far, I mean, <laughs> I, I <laughs> the only reason that they picked Owen Farrell for player of the match was that just behave, behave, Owen Farrell, behave, <laughs> knock it off, knock it was, off. Oh, that's the only reason they picked and, him for player of the match. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> it was an, that was an amazing pass. I was like, did that count? And that went backwards and all that shit. Yeah. I'm like something in there must have fucked up. No, nope. I was like, and that's that pass is so easy to get going forward. Oh, easily you could totally cock that. <laughs> but when you're you know when you're up certain amount of points and you have an advantage, you're like, eh, let's do it. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, oh. But um, credit special credit should go to Marco Riccioni. I, I, I thought mm. he played an absolutely fantastic game. He got over the line. Yeah, he came out at 65 minutes, but fuck, was he good in that scrum and just making life miserable on a, t- mm-hmm. a team that everybody touts their scrum as like one of the best ones in the league. And honestly, I don't see it. Harry Williams is a joke. Number one, I, I just no pass. No, CO is obviously experienced, but at the same time, mm-hmm. like he's gone by the wayside. Right. Chickerling's a joke. Yusepa Scott has potential, but it hasn't come come good. Yeah. Uh, Sickerling has potential, but he needs to. He needs a, a life coach too. Yeah, he needs to be less of a douche. Yeah, that's look like less of a douche. Right. I think the one that was like, you know, he does some things where he does some things pretty damn well. Um, in this case, he did a lot of. Um, like I think the one time I saw him do something good, he just what like fumbled it away. It was mm-hmm. like, all yeah. right, thank you. Like, and I think it put the Saris in a better position than if he just hadn't made the play in the first. Like, I think he made a turnover and then fumbled it to somebody. And yep, he did. Good shit happened afterwards. And it's like, you know, you probably would have been better position if you just hadn't gone for the turnover in the first place. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, let's, so, let's good go to see over Saris to... get back yeah. on the winning streak and yeah, the, on the winning the, side, and, and always guess... good to see Exeter go down. That never sad about that. Right, that happened. You know. That game ended. I was out on the road to get the puppy, so um, I was in a good. Yeah, that was already like I didn't. Yeah, you I was already in go. good mood in that game, and the game just made it even better. So, yeah. thank you, Saracens, for that. Yeah, let's go over to the gardens. Um, did Northampton get a new defense coach that we weren't aware of, or maybe somebody no, got I, a rocket fired up their bum? I have no idea what the hell happened, but they played so well. In all facets of the game, yeah, I, really I just, took the I, air out of the whole thing. And to me, I was unimpressed with the the Harlequins' performance. Oh, I, quite. to me, this was this was more about. It's like they switched jerseys, in a way. <laughs> like the Quinn's defense was 
non-existent at all and, and their attack was was mediocre <laughs> at best and and to for for the harlequins to have a mediocre attack they, they can't do it mm. you, you can't you, you that their their style of play does not lend to um you know, having getting a flat tire no it's like no, they, no. they need to have the have everything humming they need to have at least a a movable machine and they didn't and that that's what that cost them more than anything and, and I, I like i would credit saints but i can't yet this is one of those like i you know maybe it's a fluke maybe it was them but you know if i'm looking at you know what makes the most sense what's the most likely um outcome here is is mm-hmm. that it was just the the quins were misfiring a little bit because Allen has been inconsistent lately. Yeah, Tom, yeah tommy allen's had had a few hiccups here and there but let's not take away credit completely from saints because oh, no they james, were very james good. ram is someone that you know need the uri necessarily mm-hmm. touted coming into this and a lot of people didn't but has seemingly made himself almost irreplaceable on this team full with, with a team filled with players in the back three that would start mm-hmm. on most clubs right. as well. So, you know, especially, you know, Slate Holmes not healthy right now, but he, no, he's like also Collins, you got yep. like, yep. neither of them played. Um, and they still have, you know, ridiculous wings. Yeah. Pretty, pretty wild to, to mm-hmm. think about that for, for those types of reasons. And, um, the other thing I talked about when I wrote this um, this week, two guys that seem to have just kind of found their home and found their way a little bit better as time has gone on. Uh, Salakai Loto and Scott Young, mm-hmm. from the, the two Reds boys, mm-hmm. have just started to very much endear themselves to the fans and make it known they'll be fan favorites for a couple of years here. The Saints and, are like the sale of, of uh, Australia. Australia, seems <laughs> it, right? Ram, those two. Um, I'm sure there's a couple other I'm missing, but it doesn't matter. Missed, but we they had um to uh fuck who um who was their their fucking ginormous winger? Nadal. Um, no, not Nadal. No, oh um no, you're right. Uh, Tim Kelly, Nyavaro. Yeah, yes, Nyavaro. Got the wrong um, one. There was and there I think there was there were some others there in there mm-hmm. too. Um, so yeah, they just roll them out and and it works well for them. I mean, no, like the. The Saints have never had problems scoring this year. That's never, you know, it's it's been their no, defense. And their defense. and the thing is, I think they they were their attack was afforded more opportunities because the Quinn's attack was not going anywhere. It was like one of those it just built on itself where mm-hmm. Quinn's got worse. nothing done, and the Saints were just like, all right, well, we get the ball, okay, well, we get enough opportunities, we'll pull one over, and then you keep giving them enough opportunities, they keep putting them over. Yeah, if... and so it goes. I just hope Finn Smith is okay. That looked he'll be all right. He was in. He was not having fun. No, he, he'll be all right. Just okay. You know, probably maybe this week off. But yeah, um, yeah, just really. Just I did about. add James Grayson to my fantasy team, just in case. Just yeah. in case. Might be Furbank too, though. As we saw him slot in this this. Summer. Well, we did. Yeah, uh, I'm match. thinking, but yeah. it also might be a matter of personnel. So it could. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um. Yeah, and then one final note. I think the two. There are two wingers in this in this game that um, one played a little bit and the other only because he was on the wrong side or on the right side, depending on how you're looking at it. Um, Freeman and Merle, if they're not if they're not in thing on camp mm-hmm. coming, you know, coming up here. I, I believe they, they are going to be. 
Uh, they should be. They should right. be. I thought Tommy Freeman played so freaking well and has the last couple of weeks, despite mm-hmm. the fact that Saints haven't played super well um, over this last period. I still think he has just been one of the mm-hmm. one of the guys that stood up every match, despite the scoreline, despite the result. Just absolutely. And then Murley was probably has probably been the best best wing this year. Mm-hmm. You know, in most times, with the exception of like one or two matches. So yeah. Oh, and and one thing before we move on from this match, though, how good was Nick David for Quinns? Excellent. I thought he was really good. Uh, you know, that's the best I've seen him play in a Quinn shirt for a little bit. So yeah, certainly. Yeah, like made a bunch of plays consistently the the whole game. So, um, good stuff for him. Good to see him. You know, um, another one of the the Worcester guys doing well elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, he he made his move early, thankfully for his sake. Right. But... Didn't have to go about the helter skelterness of the whole thing. Exactly, saved saved himself some aggravation. Well, but, headache, um, yeah, okay. yeah. There's been a, there's been a couple others who just never seem to catch on, and I don't know why because they 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 they're quality players. Yep, I'm sure we'll see them soon. Mm-hmm. Um, How? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, please, please, please. Um, so let's let's look at again. We'll look at kind of halfway here, and then we'll wrap this up and call it a day. Mm. halfway do you see any changes in what you were thinking at the start of the season well yeah i had bristol in in first um and they're in last <laughs> so that's that that would, that would change yes. things that um, would change things sale are are much better than i thought they would be mm-hmm. um i'm still not sure i'm still not sure what 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 they're going to do, but I think Sanderson has them certainly playing above their their overall talent level, and that's that's hard to do. I just don't know when it when it gets to like you know, semifinal time and it's winner go home. I'm not sure I trust Sale at that point, but they're putting themselves in good position to to succeed. Yeah, being at home will obviously be a yeah. huge boost. So if they it can will. manage that, might be all right. Um, you know, ever from everywhere else, I'm not. You know, London Irish, I'm surprised are this bad. Yeah. Um, but then I think about it and I'm like, well, where else would I, you know, where I think they would really be? And maybe, you know, I think maybe they'd be where Exeter are. And Exeter, I think, would be where, like, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, Exeter, I think, would be, or Leicester, or even, you know, better than they are. But I didn't think Leicester, I don't think they had Leicester in my top four mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season, but I thought they'd be better than this. I think I had them. Oh, well, maybe I did have them sixth. Hold on. Wait, I can actually go back and look. Look at that. But I will point out while you're while you're looking that up, mm-hmm. um, third to six is separated by the by a bonus point win. So things can change very right. quickly on a dime without you know without notice. So obviously that makes things very important to get wow. victories and to get over the line and all that mm-hmm. shit. So so my um, my early season prediction was um, Bristol, Saracens, Gloucester in third, Quinns in fourth. Okay. Saints in fifth. Well, you got that one right there. Wow. Okay. Um, London Irish in sixth. Wrong. Oop. Exeter in seventh. That's that's right. Yep. Bang on. Um, Leicester eight. Salem nine. Mm-hmm. Newcastle ten. Hey, that's yep. right. And then Bath eleven. And then Wasps and Worcester below. I had them out of the way. <laughs> um, buried too. So there. So yeah. There you go. It, it, it's. Some teams are, are doing what I thought they would do, and others are surprising me. Yeah. Wow. Shocking. 
Yeah, so Sale <laughs> obviously being the big shock in terms of the yeah. up and the big shock obviously being Bristol being the down. Right. Um, it's still time to turn it around. I mean, like as you said, 20, from you know, they're 21 points. With still a game in hand, they're they've only played 10 games. Right. Um, so they could catapult up into the top four without without exactly. people realizing they're, it until it's too late. Exactly. They're nine they're nine points out of the top four. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. that's a few so, games. Yeah, with that, I mean, and that that leaves all the way down to seventh within reach of the top four in a matter of a game. Mm-hmm. So it's all there, it's all there. Um of the bottom four. Which one of those is likeliest, and not necessarily they're going to, but likeliest to get into the top four? Oh, it's still Bristol. Okay, and I, and I'd say Bath have an outside chance. Like I'd say Bristol have them. The I with Red Radger back, um, Genge playing again. Hopefully, um, mm-hmm. I mean they still haven't put their best. I don't remember the the last time they put had a like a Genge Thacker or Sinkler front row probably first um, game yeah and like lua to it like they've had guys in and out of the lineup yeah. um aj's not found form and he's probably the better 10 in that tr- in that camp right. as well right um and Piers o'connor has been okay but with without rad he he can't really do his full thing i don't know i think o'connor's definitely held the midfield together mm. i think yes i don't i just mean he hasn't been a game changer um, when you have Sam Bevo standing next to you, it's hard. It's hard. It's, it's a lot easier with Radraja there. So <laughs> them coming back though, now you have two game changers at, at center. You know, and mm-hmm. um, and they're not alone. There's also um, fuck, who, I don't know, like uh, Ibatoye has been mm-hmm. ridiculous since he came back. So there's, yeah, there's just talent there. And then you know we talked about Bath with their infusion of um, Worcester guys. Worcester guys, yep. There's a lot there too. So. Both of those two, I could, I, if, if you told me today that, you know, those guys, you know, both of those teams are going to end up in the top four at the end of the season, I'd be like, okay. Mm-hmm. No, you know, I, well, what happened to, you know, what happened to Quinn's would be really the, um, or sale, you know, one of those two, like, what the hell happened to them? Right. So, other than that, that, on that, yeah. on that, who's the biggest pretender that's in, that's punching above their weight right now? <sighs> I kind of say Gloucester. Yeah. As much yeah. as they've I, lost I, some bad matches, it's, it, it, they lost to Newcastle. They yeah. almost lost this one. Right. Like, you know, they they threw away the one against Ceres, and I'm sure they'll live that never live that one down. Yeah, um, yeah they threw away some matches that they should have won. Mm-hmm. I think most people would agree with that. This just seems like a a the the league is like the, the crabs in the pot. They're all pulling each other down. <laughs> like there's there's Saris who are out of the pot at this point. They're they're cruising. They will do just fine. Ten points in front. Yep. Right. Sale are kind of they're they're not. They're almost there. They're almost there. Yeah. They've got like you know one. There's a claw still hanging on their foot. Maybe they can get out. Um, but they could still get pulled back if they lose their grip. Right. Well, Other than that, it's it's. <laughs> The really wild <laughs> thing for sale is they still have Quirky to come back, and Ford's mm-hmm. going to get healthy soon too. So yeah, like, that 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 makes them real dangerous come the run in. So I I would Super be very 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 cautious dangerous. if I was anybody else thinking they're going to yeah. run down sale. Oh, um, one thing I wanted to bring up while we're here though, mm-hmm. could you imagine if if Beno Obano wasn't hurt for Bath? 
and Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. Where they would be. Fuck. Yep. All right. I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. Nope. Be I great. was thinking that while I was watching the game this weekend. I'm like, they're good. They're so good. And they could be even better. And that's fucking because they mentioned, I think they mentioned it even. They're like, you know, like even they've done that without Obano and and mm-hmm. and um and Stewart being hurt and all that. Like, oh damn, that's not fair. Mm, like, right. They're gonna right, be good. Right. Yeah. But yeah, and like Saints, Gloucester, Tigers, Chiefs, yep. they're all kind of a bucket of meh. I'm not not really right. terribly impressed with any of them. None of them are I'm like, wow, they sh- I want to see them in the in the knockouts. I'm eh, take them or leave them. Right. Agreed. And before we forget, um, hats off to Joe Simpson and Indeed. Uh, calling calling it a day. He played a hell. He did a hell of a shift, a shift. in that um, for a career that he for the career he had. And mm-hmm. um, best wishes to him going forward. So I think he's gonna get right into coaching. Sounds like so mm-hmm. good on him. But um, yeah, hats off to him and happy twenty twenty three. Enjoy your time, at big guy, little mm-hmm. guy, whatever you want to call yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that'll that'll do it for that. We're gonna head over to the fancy corner in just a moment here and talk about all the fun stuff in Champions League and start sits and pick them and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. Um, if you're not joining us over there, uh, we'll catch you next week and we'll talk about probably about, probably about as much of a length at um, about the games on the weekend, mm. and then we'll also be obviously preparing for Champions Cup as well. Uh, but if you're on jump over to this fancy corner we'll see you over there um but either way we appreciate you all for listening to us and supporting us and you know letting us babble into your ear for 50 minutes mm-hmm. to an hour or so most weeks um we will catch you all next week enjoy the ruggers have a good one later Cheers.